Hello, my name is Adam Snyder, and this is Good Bad Movies. I'm here, of course, with Adrian Lopez. Adrian, welcome to the podcast today. I'll switch it up on you. I like that. Yeah, I feel welcome. You're about to feel unwelcome, because I think we're about to have very differing opinions about this. Today we're talking about The Bride of Chucky. Bride of Chucky. Man, I love this film. How did you feel? I would rather watch Terrifier again than Mm. watch this movie Ooh. <laughs> oh you need to lay off i love no. this movie That's wow i think there are some high points but this movie's not good adam this that movie's... makes this perfect for the podcast though Let's yeah but this it. is not even not good in like the way our good bad movies are not good this is a bad movie well uh, that's kind of why it's perfect i have been watching the entire child's play franchise with my family we just finished seed of chucky we have two movies left cult of chucky and curse of chucky this movie marks such a dramatic turning point in the franchise this is when the franchise quits being child's play and starts being chucky this is literally when child's play is removed from the names of the movies but it's a huge tonal shift as well uh and they quit finally messing around with andy the kid from the first movie who they messed with up until the third movie by no means is this the worst movie in the franchise first of all (laughs) the third movie is by far hands down the worst one yeah um having seen most of these other than the, the recent ones this is not the worst one. But I had already known that this was a uh, a franchise plagued with some bad films. I had already known that going into it. I actually remember liking this movie. It's just been so long since I've seen it that uh, upon rewatch, I did not like it nearly as much. Do you want to know the first time I saw this movie? Please. The first time I saw this movie, I was much like any other middle class kid in a karate class. And I had stayed after because my sensei, my sensei, uh, <laughs> my sensei. he... He would, I think he lived in the dojo and I had to stay after because I think my sister was picking me up for some reason or whatever. Regardless, he put on this movie and was just watching it in the background, (laughs) Bride of Chucky. And as a kid, when I was that age, I must've been eight, nine, I don't know. It scared me watching it in the dojo. And then I gave it a full viewing in early high school. uh, And I did not think that it was very scary then, but I remember enjoying it. Like I remember thinking, oh, this is hokey. This is quirky and different. That's true. Well, last night I hated it. Save for a few high points. Usually we rewatch these things and uh, you're supposed to like them more. So I'm, I'm a little sad that you hated it. But uh, what it can is I say? hokey. It is hokey. That's true. And I can understand being scared of it as a child because like many changes that happen in this movie, in the franchise, this is also where we get Chucky's redesign. He's no longer just a good guy doll. Now we have the like cut up, deformed Frankenstein looking Chucky that is in this right. movie and then in the rest of the franchise. And he looks pretty gross. I, I do like the redesign i have vivid memories of of being in miami walking through mall of the americas with my grandparents and they would sell you know gangster spongebob those shirts that were huge (laughs) the same boutique that would sell gangster spongebob would sell just chucky's face on a shirt and that right would scare the daylights out of me i would have to like i would literally turn my face away and not look because i i was so afraid of this version of chucky similarly they would sell I think they might even still sell the doll of this version of Chucky in maybe uh, Spencer's. Yeah, 
Spencer's. Yeah, and I would see it in the back, and I would I would just be terrified. And that was actually <laughs> up until recently, like high school, I was still very uncomfortable looking at him. Not scared, but certainly uneasy. Now I think he's awesome. I think with a lot of these movies, when you're a kid and you see like Chucky merch, your imagination is worse than the movie itself. So I can understand that it is a good scary design. This movie, um, admittedly, he might look the scariest, but this is where Chucky's the least scary because this is where they take more of a tongue-in-cheek comedic turn they shift their audience to underground horror fanatics you know you have to be a big fan of horror movies slasher movies and these long-winded franchises that the horror genre is known for in order to see this movie and enjoy it i love it they know who their audience is they know it's a bunch of like edgy weirdos and you know this because they begin the movie and because you like it so much <laughs> sorry continue now i'm not gonna help myself and you're gonna kick me even more after I say this, but you know what kind of movie it's gonna be because it opens with Jennifer Tilly who plays the bride of Chucky and this is before she's a doll and she's like this little goth blonde seductress very Jezebel and she she gets a crooked cop to bring her the bits of Chucky that are remaining from the last movie and she uses it to stitch the doll back together but when the cop gives it to her she cuts his throat and she walks away with the bag of Chucky parts that she's gonna put back together and cue Living Dead Girl by Rob Zombie as the title opens. Oh my god, that set the tone so perfectly for this movie. It did. <laughs> Best part of this movie. And I think there lies the difference between us is that is, you hated that, I'm sure, and I love that. What, the Rob Zombie? I loved it. Good, I loved it too. Yeah, well, and I think honestly, you know what's sad is that I think I loved it so much because it just, I knew you would love it. Aww. Like I was watching it and I was like, yep, this is exactly why we're doing this yeah. movie. <laughs> no, I, I did like it. I like that beginning. It's very fitting. Very of the times. When did this movie come out? 1999. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, 1998. Regardless. Yeah, I could tell. Some dude that really likes Pearl Jam loves this movie. Some dude who moshed at a Marilyn Manson concert loves this movie. That guy too. Yeah. <laughs> they And they don't hang out and it's a shame. Glenn Danzig groupies love this movie. <laughs> That's niche. I like that. Well, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Danzig probably loves this Glenn movie. Glenn Danzig probably has a Chucky doll with a Tiffany doll on his God, mantelpiece. I, I really wouldn't doubt it. So, Tiffany, which is the bride of Chucky, uh, stitches him back together, and then in comes her ghoul boyfriend. Her absolute, like, good character. It's, it's once again, like, they know exactly what they're doing. They know who the audience is. He's like this pale, the crow-looking wannabe, you know? <laughs> that's a that's a great description. He's got a, I think it's a lip ring. Got like right, some, right in the middle. Yeah, right in the middle of the lip. It's like got black lipstick, you know, the whole works. He's clearly trying to be edgy trying to be on par with Tiffany but clearly he's spineless she is like bragging about how she killed this cop and he shows her a picture of like a cut up body and he's like yeah well this is who I killed and they talk as if like killing people is like a sign of how cool they are like then she determines that it's a fake picture and and he's not cool because he didn't actually kill anyone they do this right. like this is an initiation thing like you gotta kill people for fun if you want to ride with me really bizarre this part <laughs> 
<laughs> I guess she just kills people. Yeah, yeah, I like it too. I mean, she's the kind of girl that writes letters to the guys in jail for homicide. They very quickly show you who, who this character is. She's not complicated. She, she's, in fact, very, very simple. She is homicidal. She is not right in the head. And she sees this character's inability to murder as a weakness, as a as a turnoff, actually. So yeah, just a just a stellar protagonist to be to be following. Despite her cold, homicidal exterior, we find out later that actually she wants to be wholesome. She wants to be kind of the perfect bride. She wants to be Chucky's perfect bride. We find out that she actually used to date Chucky, Charles Lee Ray, before he was killed and had his soul placed in that of a doll. And that's a nice bit of lore. They talk about how they don't have much fun in the bedroom, and we later learn that that's because Tiffany has been loyal to Chucky all these years. She was given a ring by Chucky just before he died, and she thought that meant that they were gonna get married, so she's been waiting all this time to get married to Chucky. She knows that he's a doll now, and she knows all she has to do is whisper an incantation and bring him back to life so she can finally get a move on with her life and her hubby. And it's a very kind of wholesome idea. She just wanted to be a wife. She wanted a nice marriage. This is really what she wants. As cold and murderous as she might seem on the outside, this is her real goal. And she yeah. remains somewhat wholesome despite her murderous tendencies throughout the franchise. Uh, she even tells him at one point, she says she wants the old-fashioned thing. House in the burbs, you know, some kids, uh, and to be married. I actually really didn't love that because I get it. I shouldn't be taking this character work very seriously, but it just, it didn't seem like something her character would re really want, especially considering what we already knew about her uh, at this point in the movie. She had no real regard for life in general, so I, I don't know why she would even care about any of these things, have any of these values. Well, I kind of like it. This is something that they expand upon in the sequel, Seed of Chucky, which <laughs> I also just watched. She wants to be just a normal wife, but she has these murderous tendencies, and they treat, they do this whole bit where it's like she's addicted to killing people. She's like, I'm just trying to kick it. I'm just, you know, I've fallen off the wagon and killed a few people sometimes, but I just want to be a nice wife. And they, they go with that whole angle, and I like that that's consistent throughout the movies, at least. But, it, you know, they're also just subverting your expectations, because how much have we seen of her? We've seen five minutes up until this point in the movie. So maybe you judged her too harshly because of the way she killed that cop. Maybe she's really a sweet woman. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Maybe it's too harshly. And then uh, her nothing boyfriend that she seems to hate is in, in her trailer. They're in her, like, trailer. She lives in this cool metal trailer. And it's very the posh. walls. It's very posh, yeah. The walls are lined with dolls. Like, she has doll collections. And then she acts like just another one of her collections is Chucky. Then she says the incantation that they say throughout the series. And Chucky comes back to life and kills her wannabe boyfriend. Yeah, and, and the death is brutal. He tears out his lip ring and, and it just starts shooting an absurd amount of blood from the lip. I don't think a lip can bleed that much. Maybe I'm wrong, but it's just, it's bleeding so, so much. And then, you know, you're preparing for this grisly death. He just suffocates him with a pillow. The yeah, doll sits on him. I hated that. That doll couldn't have been that heavy. They're very inconsistent with the strength of these dolls throughout the franchise. <laughs> they really are. That's a consistent issue I have with these movies is that the, the, the doll mechanics, just the way they work, doesn't make a lot of sense. Ooh, and I can't, I can't wait to get into how these dolls work yes. later on. <laughs> Which, very small nitpick, but can I actually tell you a very funny story about that lip ring scene? Yes, please. I knew nothing about this franchise at all. Started with the first movie and I got to this point. And the one thing I knew happened was that scene where the lip ring gets torn out. Because when I was in fourth grade, 
grade, a kid on the playground told me that she was terrified because she watched Bride of Chucky the night before. She described that scene to me. And this franchise seems so scary ever since. And now I finally got to see it and it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it's in <laughs> fact, you were probably aching for more. <laughs> I was. I was. It was unsatisfactory. I wish it was more yeah. gruesome. Yeah, it's pretty lame. I actually think a lot of these deaths are pretty lame, honestly. There's only a few that I enjoyed. And that's a um, gag in this movie too, isn't it? Chucky's been dead for all these years because there was a big gap in the franchise. And now Chucky's back and it's 1998 and he's out of touch with the times. They do this whole joke where Chucky's like, he's not scary enough. He's not like creative enough with his kills. And Tiffany's like, oh, that's so 10 years ago, Chucky. This yeah. isn't the 80s anymore. You got to find more creative ways to kill people. Right. And they do that bit a bunch, but then also like the kills aren't necessarily memorable or exciting. They suck. Yeah. She gets onto him for, for wanting to stab. And honestly, I wish you would have. I wish, I wish Chucky would have used the knife because a lot of the stuff they do, like suffocation with a pillow. Yeah. It's so lame. There's an explosion um, later. Yeah, there is an explosion. The best one, only because it's so stupid to look at, is where Jennifer Tilly, uh, Tiffany, throws a bottle up at a suspended mirror in a hotel room and kills these newlyweds. <laughs> they're, they're on a waterbed and she kills them. And that's like way later in the movie. Oh yeah, that seems great because there's like a gush of water and blood as the broken right. glass stabs them and the waterbed. Yeah, it's it's super interesting, pretty original, and uh, the gore afterwards when they when they pan to the couple and they have all the glass in them, pretty great. Let me let me give a lot of context. So so much happens. It's almost too much. Yes. <laughs> so I'll just try to very briefly explain. They get in a fight after Chucky kills the wannabe boyfriend. Turns out that he just gave her some ring he found off of a woman he killed, and he really didn't want to marry her. So she got angry and locked him in a baby's crib, which once again, inconsistency with the strength of Chucky. Could he have been able to just kick out the crib? It's a crib. Then she jokingly buys a bride doll and puts it in with Chucky, which you of course know is going to come up later. She gets in the bathtub. Chucky takes the wedding ring off the doll and chisels away at the bars of this baby crib. Then he runs over to her in the bathtub and throws a TV into the tub with her and she's electrocuted and dead. Then he brings her back to life in the doll. Now they're both dolls. And uh, there's a nice little scene where she like does all her makeup and makes the doll like a bad girl with a leather jacket over the bride gown and now she's like the bride of Chucky. And that's cool. That's whatever. Then she gets her neighbor boy. Now we get into the B plot. They get her neighbor boy who's trying to get with the niece of the chief of police. The chief of police lives in this big fancy house and he thinks that this boy who lives in a trailer is not good enough for his niece but they're madly in love so they get together and they try to go to prom but he's got like the whole police force just dogging this couple they get pulled over because every one of the police members uh recognizes their car and they know that it's his niece so they just like pull her over all the time make sure that she's not with this boy and it's like a huge abuse of power uh so eventually after they end up not being able to go to prom together because of all this police chicanery they decide they're gonna get married and run away meanwhile tiffany calls him and says i'll give you eight hundred dollars if you take these two dolls to a grave in San Francisco. They're trying to go to Charles Lee Ray's grave because there's an amulet in his coffin that he's buried with that if they get, they can use it to put their souls back in a human body. That is what begins this road trip of carnage. Wow, that was so much. That was the briefest yeah. summary I could give, but man, <clears throat> so much happens. My chief concern with this movie, I think a lot of the stuff is fun. Like Chucky's character design is fun. Jennifer Tilly's character getting put in a doll is very fun but the plot in this movie is not one that's just kind of thrown to the side
side like it is in other films. Actually, they, they really try to deliver this plot. They, they really try to bring it to fruition. And there's a lot of dialogue. Like, there's whole scenes where Jennifer Tilly is just talking for like 10 minutes. Nothing is happening. Nobody's dying. Too much dialogue. Too intense of a plot. I think that's what this episode's gonna turn out is too much me dialoguing about the plot. <laughs> yeah, but maybe. They made you do it. The dolls made me do it. Yeah. So, of course, the dolls are hiding in the back of the van that these forlorn couples are taking across the country. And every time someone tries to stop them, the dolls, of course, have to kill that person because they need to get to their destination. So then this couple thinks that they're cursed. Like there's a crime streak of killing that seems to happen wherever this couple goes. And so everybody thinks that the couple's doing it. There's a manhunt for this couple, but really it's the dolls. And in that scene where Tiffany tells Chucky to get creative with the kills, they kill the uncle, the police chief uncle. And the way they do it is, I don't know exactly how they did this, but they like glue nails to the dashboard of the van then they hotwire it so that way the airbag goes off launching the nails into his face killing him you know i guess it is creative but they like really thought they were doing something to have that line of dialogue about it and it wasn't it wasn't the end all be all but you know it was a good kill especially considering some of the other kills yeah, there are some really weak kills in this movie i think so we have to automatically defer to the ones that are like oh kind of fun yeah <laughs> uh one that i thought was original was the oh never mind we just talked about that <laughs> there it is just there it is that's it they have an explosion kills one another police officer which is right. boring they say don't stab, but exploding is better. Like, how many explosions are there in movies? Come on. You don't even see any carnage with an explosion. You just see a fiery ball. You know, with a good stabbing, there's a grisly body somewhere, at least. Where's the body in an explosion? That's no fun. This isn't yeah. Die Hard. This is Chucky. This is a slasher. Let's see some slashing. Right. We don't want to see how much money you have for pyrotechnics. We want to see the work of, of the talented makeup artists that, that you're supposed to get on these movies. And there just wasn't a lot of that. Like, some of the stuff didn't even look great you know the nails in the chief of police's face didn't look fantastic oh, they were and at this point it's yeah they're really goofy at this point it's 98 people are doing some really crazy stuff with makeup at this time and and this movie's just not a great representation in my view of the stuff that a lot of horror movies are able to to bring to the table yeah that's the thing about this movie this is a complaint i don't know if we've ever had uh and i'm sure lots of people would disagree with us but this movie was not grisly enough make yeah. it more grisly this is supposed to be the Rob Zombie fan version of this franchise. Let's bring some grisly action and some just nightmarish kills, you know? We don't have to keep it so toned down. This isn't child's play. This is Ooh. Chucky. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> I did. I did. Tell him. Tell him. <laughs> yeah, and like, what was the rating on this movie? It had to have been R. Oh, absolutely. It was rated R. Now, mind you, I know that a 98 rated R is much different than a 2021 rated R, but come on, man. This was weak. Weak. I feel like I'm just taking a big dump on this movie. There are things I enjoyed about it. But there, there was a lot I didn't like. Let's talk about what we like. The doll's design. Loved it. Like we said, yeah. the redesign. And then Tiffany with this like, you know, little goth bride thing going on. She looked evil, but not freaky. And I think that's a very good balance to have. Yeah. And I, I think maybe maybe we disagree on this. But I think what I really enjoy about this movie is that the dolls are pretty uncanny. Yes. Their movements are incredibly unnatural. And I think it's super off-putting. And I think that's perfect for this film. I think it's perfect for what it's trying 
trying to do. There again, uh, going back to that waterbed sequence that I was talking about, the shot just before Tiffany throws the bottle into the mirror to break the glass and bring it down like hellfire. Uh, you get a, a just a glimpse of her in the reflection, and it's actually a pretty scary shot in my opinion because she just she looks warped in this reflection, and she's a doll, so it's already kind of scary because she's moving, um, and she's got this sick, rotten, toothy grin on her face. Excellent shot. I really, really liked that. Another one of my favorite, just because it's so uncomfortable, not because... <laughs> I'm incredibly weird or anything. When they finally shack up in doll form. Oh, yeah. The dialogue is genuinely funny oh, surrounding yeah. that event. The dialogue is genuinely funny. We learn that Chucky is anatomically correct. He boasts <laughs> about that. And it's so ridiculous, so nonsensical, but I really liked it. I had a lot of fun with that sequence in general. It was just very uncomfortable, very off-putting. And when we get to it, for the record, I love the ending of this movie. I thought it was awesome. Me too. <laughs> I love the ending. Since you've mentioned the ending, do you want to just say what it, what happens? Yeah, so there's a lot. But eventually, Chucky is able to begin this incantation, this ritual that he, he needed to start. Because he, of course, was looking for the amulet that was on his previous body's corpse in the grave. And all of a sudden, while he's trying to do this incantation, Tiffany just stabs him. I think she literally stabs him in the back. She she fools him with a kiss and, and says... They belong dead, which I think makes perfect sense. Someone like this would absolutely, you know, want to be dead with the person they love. Because, of course, there's a struggle. Tiffany and Chucky are fighting. And Chucky eventually gets the better hand on Tiffany and stabs her to death. Or uh, near death, at least. And all of a sudden, uh, mind you, mind you, we have the two teens while all this is happening. This struggle. And then a cop pulls up, the, the private investigator that we meet earlier in the film. And he sees Chucky in the grave going crazy like let me up let me up ah like screaming and jade the teen that we've been following throughout the whole movie she grabs the lieutenant's gun and shoots chucky to death even though he he will come back eventually yeah he will be resurrected but then the my favorite part of this movie is the lieutenant is doing his thing as a cop walking around investigating the scene and he sees tiffany's burnt up like nasty little doll body all of a sudden she shoots awake and she starts screaming and they pan to her hands kind of digging into the earth which i actually thought was pretty interesting to look at and she is just freaking out screaming 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 and a spray of blood shoots from between her legs and you see it you see the baby <laughs> the seed of chucky crawling out like a little xenomorph alien and uh it attacks lieutenant preston and i love that it's like kind of demonic looking like it's got sharp teeth i, I don't know why it looks like that but i love it just so stupid so great and that's it that's the final shot of the movie <laughs> i do love the ending of this movie that no. was the strongest point for me that and of course the rob zombie song the beginning and the end really uh really hit it out of the park yeah before that ending scene of course what you thought would happen happens their uh marital problems become a little too much and infighting is their downfall right tiffany is all burnt because she ends up getting put in an oven and the teens try to escape and it's a whole thing but they don't escape and then yeah the there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that happens before but like i said the plot is so uh, it just goes so many places yeah they, it's they, everywhere it's ambitious i'll give them credit i think you should have probably 
probably just kept it more interpersonal with Tiffany and Chucky and work something else out in the middle there. I don't think it needed to be this, but whatever. I like the ending. But I think they do that better in the sequel. In Seed of Chucky, it is very much just the interpersonal relationship of these characters. It's much more comedic. As tongue-in-cheek as this is, they managed to take it a step further where Jennifer Tilly is a character in that movie. And then she also plays Tiffany, the doll. And I think maybe that was a little much. They tried to do like a Wes Craven's new nightmare thing. I think that might have made a little not much sense, to be fair. But I like the ambition. This is an ambitious franchise. Everything about it, uh, except the third one. There was no ambition there. (laughs) But I don't know. I really like uh, the way these characters are. I'm glad Tiffany's here. Tiffany's a great introduction. Tiffany works so well. And it's good to have someone on screen we can see Chucky have chemistry with. Before this, Chucky's the villain. You never get to see him do things. He's always hiding in the shadows, waiting to stab somebody. But now that Chucky has someone to banter with, Chucky's the main focus. We see what he does from his perspective and from sort of the killer's perspective. The final girl and the protagonists aren't the focus. It's the dolls, the killers, the threat that we are following. And I like that. Yeah, this franchise does what a lot of the best slashers do really well. You're no longer, after, you know, the first or second film, you're no longer rooting for the characters that are surviving. You're rooting for the one that is making their life difficult. And I I do think that is something that this franchise does incredibly well. It is so successful in doing that because Chucky, uh, in the first movie, they they established that this character is like evil. I'm not going to get into it because I I don't remember all the details, but they, they introduce Charles as a pretty brutal serial killer. But by the fourth entry, the fifth entry of this franchise, you're really kind of digging the cult of personality around Chucky. You, you've drunk the Kool-Aid and you're there. You're rooting for Chucky because he's so fun to watch. And and similarly, I think Jennifer Tilly, uh, I agree with you, is a, is a great asset to this to this movie. I think she's a lot of fun to watch too. Although, you know, I, I certainly understand uh, the critics of it, of her character as well. Because she can be a little annoying sometimes. Uh, but personally, I, I dug that. I disagree. I'll die on Tiffany Hill. I, I like Tiffany too, but I understand the critics. Well, let me say some fun things about this movie first. First of all, Tiffany, my favorite part of her character design is she has a tattoo on her right breast that is a heart with an arrow through it and it says Chucky above it. And then when she becomes a doll, she redraws that same tattoo on her yeah. doll chest and i love that i think that's funny it's very much yeah, like a, a great addition like janet soprano's tattoo janet from the <laughs> soprano's tattoo <laughs> it does remind me of that as well let me first of all this franchise has amazing posters every movie is like a really iconic poster i think child's play 2 and in this movie have the most iconic posters but let me read you some of the taglines from it first of all bride of chucky then it says chucky gets lucky Ooh. <laughs> And then it says, um, the honeymoon's gonna be killer. (laughs) Uh, That's excellent. Aren't these great? I love them. Oh, I see it now. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I looked up just Bride of Chucky and like went to some images to see the posters and stuff. And immediately there's like a million makeup tutorials for Tiffany from this movie. I saw that too. I saw that too, which is really cursed. Like, <laughs> I love really it. Really cursed. No, I love it. I'm so glad. I, you wouldn't want to be Tiffany. <laughs> I think I want to be Tiffany. I'm not. You might want to be Tiffany. If you go as Chucky, I'll go as Tiffany for Halloween this year. I like that a lot. Oh my god! And then on the runway, <laughs> when they were touring for this movie, they got two dwarves to dress up as the Tiffany and no, Chucky they didn't. and go down the runway. Dude. Uh, 
at Dude, the premiere. Shout out. Well, that was a great episode, and this is a great, great movie for a great franchise. Please, can we do Seed of Chucky later? Yeah, sure, we can. Yeah. One day, one day. It won't be anytime soon, but one day we'll do Seed of Chucky. All um, right. You can find this movie on Netflix, and am I right in saying that the entire franchise is on there currently? Okay, it's so bizarre. So the first movie is not on Netflix, but eh. movies two. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I think the second movie, the first movie, I guess, of course, and the this movie are great entries, great starting points to enter the franchise at. For me, if you're going to watch this franchise, I'd watch one, two, this movie, and Seed of Chucky. So one, two, four, and five. I agree with that. There you go. That's the perfect wrap up. But yeah, weirdly enough, the first movie is not on Netflix, but the second movie, the third movie, this movie, which is the fourth movie, and the fifth movie are. So then the sixth and the seventh movies are not. Isn't that weird? That's super weird. But that's what you can watch it on now. Netflix is so fickle that like in two months, I'm sure that's not even going to be the case anymore. But yeah. as of this recording, that's where you can see it. Fantastic. You can rent it from Amazon Prime, Video, Apple TV, YouTube, all the places you rent movies. But it's on Netflix right now, so please give it a watch. I think it's yeah. a great entry point into the franchise. You don't really need to see any of the other ones, so give it a go. If you're a Rob Zombie fan or a Glenn Danzig groupie, please, you'll love this movie. Please. Yeah, I think so too. In fact, I know you'll love this movie. <laughs> I... <laughs> I want you to know, I looked up just now if Danzig had ever commented on this and he did an interview where he talked about his Chucky doll for like 10 minutes. I told you he had one. <laughs> I, please, please keep that in because I think that's hilarious. No, absolutely. All so right. anyway, thanks, Glenn Danzig. Hey, Adam, thanks for joining me. Well, you are absolutely welcome. That felt so foreign. <laughs> it did. It felt really backwards. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Goodbye.